GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. everybody to our daily gun show we come to you live every weeknight at midnight eastern and we talk about guns for about an hour each night of the week we have a different topic and on tuesdays it's all about the second amendment in fact we like to go with the term 2a tuesday all right so uh what we're doing is looking at the screen here and i am uh gonna have to flip over to a different account real quick switch over here somebody has to pay attention to that element of the thing and then i'll be over here and then what i can do is go into the description of this video and ask a specific question that i ask on tuesdays in a poll for the live guests the people that show up live to participate in this show what does that mean because unlike the television which all you do is watch a television unlike radio because all you're doing is listening to a radio unlike a newspaper you can write on a newspaper but no one's going to see it unlike a magazine or some of those other dumb things that existed back in the olden days of the past this is the internet we use wires and tubes and all kinds of information technologies to allow people to use both sides of the communication platform so i'm talking into my camera like it's my mic i guess Hopefully you can hear me okay. Now I'll start talking into the microphone. Um, we got a poll going, and that's going to be about what state should we focus on next week? Because on 2A Tuesdays, we take a look at a different state each week. We also take a look at a Second Amendment activist and a organization of the week. The Second Amendment activist is decided by our audience over on the uh, daily gun show youtube channel so we've only got six votes this week and then we had five choices so that tells us that beth got two votes everybody else got one so the choices this week over on the the daily, the, the daily gun show youtube channel were mike from uh, arms room radio mike from walk talk america Rhonda ezel from taking on the supreme court twice and winning uh, David Yamane, who is the uh, professor guy who does the Light Overheat channel on YouTube. And he keeps going around saying it's gun culture 2.0. And then Beth Alcazar, best friend of 
locked and loaded latino or latina locked and loaded and also author and second amendment activist and instructor and uh i guess a youtuber to some extent so uh three or two votes for beth so we'll be talking about beth alcazar tonight so we'll take that copy it and bring it over here All right, so why don't we talk about Beth first? We're going to go over to, let's just type her name into the search engine and see what happens. Let's do that. We'll do that. So you can go to Instagram, look at Beth's Instagram. Uh, you can go to USCCA, which is where she works. She's an author over there. It says she's uh, author of Women's Handgun and Self-Defense Fundamentals. She's also the associate editor of Concealed Carry Magazine. And she's the creator of the popular women's-focused USCCA blog. She's also listed on the well-armed well-armed women who are now armed women of America, of course. And then uh, we've got some interviews here on various conversations on various chat rooms. She's a guest with uh, the Plate Society podcast on their uh, bullet weekly bullets occasionally. And we got her for a girl in a gun being a uh, instructor. She's got the LinkedIn and then you've got the interview on gun freedom radio that's all i need to find because uh now you can check out beth's instagram you can see she has a lot of fun posting stuff it's not all guns and stuff it's mostly her experience in the gun community uh and then over on gun freedom radio i always recommend gun freedom radio as a resource very much like writing shotgun with charlie these are the two resources that have the mo these are the two places online that offer the most resource for second amendment advocates if you're interested who somebody is uh, so if they've been interviewed by either writing shotgun with charlie or gun freedom radio you're going to get a pretty decent uh set of information about them so on the gun freedom radio page it says beth alcazar creator of the pacifiers and peacemakers blog and author of women's handgun and self-defense fundamentals that's the book she wrote beth has worked in the industry for nearly two decades well that doesn't make sense she started when she was a young girl and then currently serves as the associate editor of the women's section of USCCA's Concealed Carry Magazine. She's a certified firearms instructor through the NRA, through Sig Sauer, through the Well-Armed Women, which is now Armed Women of America, ICE Training, Draw School, Alice Institute, and USCCA. Beth also enjoys representing her state as an Alabama member of the DC Project. And then it's got links to our various things. So I'll just drop a link to the Gun Freedom Radio one there for now. And then uh, we'll put that link in the description of this video a little bit later on. So that's Beth Alcazar. I don't know if everybody's familiar with her or not, but uh, there's lots of ladies out there that are doing 2A stuff. Uh, I don't think it says in here. She's from, oh, it does. She's from Alabama. So uh, ladies all over the country in all different regions and all different uh areas of interest she's more in the uh instructor realm from what i can tell and then the activism realm so thanks to the people that went over to the youtube channel and voted for the activists this month or this week each week i put up a different set of five people and my goal did i do it this week no not really my goal as i i've got a whole bunch of these you can see i got 32 of them scheduled i guess since we're live here i can just go over and look at the scheduled ones what I eventually did, uh, I just didn't do it on these first couple because it didn't, I didn't snap that I could. 
but once I was doing this, setting these things up for scheduling, I figured out, oh, wait, I can leave links to everybody who you're voting for. So coming up at some point, it'll flip over and each of these votings will let you vote for um, or it'll have the it'll have the links included. And that's really half the goal is just to get more links out there, more more links back to these valid organizations and individuals. All right, so we're off to the races. We've got six votes already. Pennsylvania is somehow winning, it's probably through crime or influence. It's hard to say, but definitely not through natural uh, voting. And then uh, Washington, the state, New York, the state, and California, the territory, are all also options for you to vote for. And you don't have to be pressured by anybody. Uh, if somebody's bribing you with a bunch of barbecue or something, you don't need to listen to that. You don't need to be uh, manipulated like that. But uh, you will be, the live people here tonight, will be deciding what state we'll be talking about next week. Let's see. Now we need to talk about a Second Amendment organization. So we have a couple of options. Beth uh, works at CC, USCCA, and we just did an interview last night on this show with... Uh, um, Jake from Walk the Talk America. So we could probably talk about either one of those organizations. Does anybody have any uh, suggestions for what Second Amendment organization we talk about tonight? I am going to head over to our guncalendars.com website. Uh, it's not really current right now for July. So what I'm going to do, <clears throat> little trick, if I'm not current, I can just jump this thing back to 2020, let's say, and then find events from 2020. Uh, let's try that again. There. Oh, I see. So why don't we just go backwards to 2021. Let's see what happened last year. If I was up to date last year in here. Uh, so on the calendar, I don't delete this stuff. So I don't always have a chance to get in there and update it all the time, but I don't delete it. So that's half the reason we do this calendar is so that we create a massively growing index of all the different things that uh, are Second Amendment focused or gun related uh, to add to this calendar. And then it's just there existing. So the 26th last week, or last year, was uh, Sunday. So nothing happens on the 26th. Lamatt is going to be born this week. No, die this week, sorry. Walter Hunt will be born this week. That's the guy that invented uh, the sewing machine and the safety pin. And oh yeah, the Volcanic, which became the lever action rifle. So the same guy that invented the safety pin invented the lever action rifle. What? Arizona gets our constitutional carry this week. So on the 29th, our constitutional carry went into effect in 2010. So we are enjoying our 12th year of constitutional carry. And then it's the anniversary of the Army Chaplain Corps. So not too many organizations. I guess we could talk about the Arizona Citizens Defense League, though, since they're the ones that effectively campaigned, did the work, the heavy lifting, and then um, can get can now take the credit for um, the fact that Arizona has constitutional carry. Uh, let's see. So 
looks like 10 years ago I posted, well, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I posted a thing about, no, I guess it would have just been, yeah, in 2010. So 12 years ago, I posted a video about how constitutional carry was on the way. And that's the screenshot I'm using here. So uh, I guess I didn't link to Arizona Citizens Defense League very well. So I guess I need to just go to the Arizona Citizens Defense League. Boom. Luckily, I link to them on just about every website that I create out there. So we go over to the Arizona Citizens Defense League, and that'll be our organization today. So I've mentioned it before, but uh, let's take a look at their about page and see if they have some sort of uh, description of um, where they came from. So I'm going to click on the about page. It says the Arizona Citizens Defense League, AZCDL as we call it, is the nonprofit 501, an all-volunteer nonpartisan grassroots organization dedicated to the principles contained in Article 2, Section 2 of the Arizona Constitution, which says all political power is inherent in the people and governments derive their just powers from the consent of the governed and are established to protect and maintain individual rights. Okay, good. The rights of self-defense and bearing arms are the foundation for all other rights, our freedom of speech, our freedom from unreasonable searches, hmm. our rights against self-incrimination, our rights to bear arms. All of our fundamental rights only exist because we stand firmly resolved to preserve them. AZCDL exists, exists to strengthen that resolve. Arizona Citizens Defense League's success is not accidental. AZCDL was founded by a group of local activists who recognized that a sustained, coordinated state effort, statewide effort, was critical, critical to restoring and protecting the rights of law-abiding gun owners. Between legislative sessions, we look for ways to improve existing laws and meet with legislatures on proposed bills. During a session, AZCDL's representatives work full-time at the Arizona Capitol, testifying at committee hearings, monitoring floor votes, and working with other pro-rights groups. AZCDL lobbies heavily on behalf of our membership and the good citizens of Arizona. We lobby against bills that constitute an impairment of your right to keep and bear arms. Our goals, AZCDL believes that an emphasis of gun laws should be on criminal misuse and that law-abiding citizens should be able to own and carry firearms unaffected by unnecessary laws or regulations. Towards that end, we are pursuing the following Arizona legislative improvements. Freedom to carry. Fewer restrictions on the lawful carrying of firearms on public property. Restaurant carry. Continued strengthening and preservation of the right of the presumed innocence of self-defense in self-defense situations. Strong state preemption. Liability responsibility for the property owners who ban firearms. And continued improvements to CCW laws. Why is there an easy CDL? It all started with a handful of activists who didn't like the status quo. When it came to the right and bear arms in Arizona and decided to do something about it. The image of freedom in Arizona didn't match reality. 
the state constitution says that our right to bear arms, quote, shall not be impaired. Yet, in 1990, a state appellate court ruled that it was not an impairment to restrict concealed carry. In 1994, the Arizona legislator, instead of simply affirming the right to carry openly or discreetly, declared that if you expected your clothing to cover your firearm, you were required to undergo 16 hours of training, followed by a written and shooting test, and then submit a request for the privilege to carry concealed, but only for four years. After that, you had to take another eight-hour class, pass another test, and submit another set of fingerprints. The process had to be repeated every four years. And you could only take these courses from instructors approved by the Department of Safety. Even though it was not part of the law, the bureaucrats who ran the CCW program decreed the administrative rulings that training had an expiration date and could only be conducted in Arizona. The same year that the permit system was created before, the appellate courts ruled in two decisions that concealed is in the eye of the observer. The firearm in your vehicle could not be seen from the outside of your vehicle. It was concealed. If your openly carried firearm holstered on your right side was not visible to someone on your left side, it could be interpreted as concealed. The only sure way to carry openly in your vehicle without breaking the law was to obtain a CCW permit. Then in 1997, the legislature at the urging of law enforcement declared that you no longer had the right of until proven guilty, innocent until proven guilty, in a self-defense situation. The burden of proof was now on you to prove your innocence after you admitted to the crime. Crime in quotes. Firearms preemption was balkanized. Cities like Tucson were able to ban firearms worn by law-abiding citizens from their parks. Well, we know who wrote this. Charles wrote that. The disintegration of Arizona's right to bear arms seemingly went unnoticed. Longtime residents focused on the old days when it seemed everyone wore a gun and didn't seem to be aware that things were different now. Most people moving from states with restrictive gun laws were happy that they would be allowed to carry a firearm. They confused permission with freedom. There were those of us who decided it was time to restore what had been lost. What began as an online gripe session, I don't believe that because these guys didn't go online, became face-to-face -face strategy meetings, which led to formally organizing in 2005. That same year, we expressed experienced success at the legislature, the first improvement in the CCW training requirements since they were created in 2004, nine years earlier. As our success grew, so did our membership. Uh, pretty much that's when I joined. It took a few years for the legislature to realize we weren't a passing fad and that we were the gun, we are the gun lobby in Arizona fighting for every year for your right to bear arms. You can find a complete list of what we would accomplish on our accomplishments page, and we're not done. Our ultimate goal is to eliminate any need for the AZCDL, but we don't see that happening soon. Arizona has experienced decades where feel-good laws have been passed trampling our fundamental freedoms. We've been successful because we have members like you who believe in what we're doing and support us with your time and money. As the saying goes, if you're not part of the solution, you are part of the problem. Then it asks, can we count on you? Then they've got a bunch of boards here that they get from the, uh, basically from the 
Arizona citizen or from the uh, Second Amendment Foundation. Uh, nine, well, there's way more than this, but 2006 Grassroots Organization of the Year, 2008 Grassroots Activist of the Year, Fred, who is the treasurer, super good dude. 2010 Grassroots Organization of the Year, 2015 Grassroots Activist of the Year, again, Fred. Uh, then 2018 Grassroots Organization of the Year, and then in 2019 Defender of Liberty to Dave Kopp, who's the president, just barely stepped down from the presidency. So uh, Arizona Citizens Defense League, been a member for a long time, been a life member since uh, Gun Rights Policy Conference 2015. I still had some money back then, so I uh, went outside during the policy conference and uh, became a life member. Pretty much also became their media guy for a few years after that. And then uh, now I'm a big fan, still a member. And, uh, you know, we've got two divisions. There's also the uh, Arizona Citizens Defense League, I don't know what it's called, Foundation, I think, where they work on education. The Arizona Defense League itself, Arizona Citizens Defense League itself, works on lobbying and legislation. Because of the laws of nonprofits and the ways that they work, they can only focus on certain things. All right, so then we'll throw that into the chat. That was our Second Amendment organization of the day, one of my favorites. And lucky enough, I've been able to uh, hang out with them. I know everybody, I think, and at least I know everybody's been around for a while. And it's been an absolute pleasure to be able to uh, be a fly on the wall during lots of the meetings and things and the organizational things throughout the years. It's given me a real perspective and an ability to offer perspective with that experience to others. I'm not saying they did everything right, and I'm not saying I would emulate them, but uh, they're definitely accomplished a ton, and they continue to lead the way. Or lead by example. Not everybody follows them. Let's put it that way. <clears throat> All right. What state should we follow on next week? Going back to the poll, we now have Washington. The state of Washington has now got 50% of the votes. The state of Washington has now overcome Pennsylvania, which was in the lead. And Washington now has 50% of the votes. Somehow we're up to 10 votes. So for people that are listening in the future, listening to this as a podcast or on one of the other video platforms, you know, but not watching this live, this is nail biting. This is the kind of stuff that epic tales are going to be written about. There'll probably be some kind of a song written about this that they'll sing at bars uh, and at different kind of shooting events and stuff. This is going to be a crazy one tonight. So at this point, we're up to 10 votes. We've got Pennsylvania at 30%, Washington at 50. The stakes are which state we're going to talk about next week during 2A Tuesday. All right, well, big deal now is we're going to take a look at the state of Florida. Don't be alarmed. The state of Florida does have a panhandle, number one. I can't stop that. But it also looks like a gun. A lot of people call it the gunshine state because of that. So we are going to be turning the cameras on, and we're going to be looking at this book that I'm always using. And you're going to see the shape of Florida, and I don't want anybody to be concerned. So let's do that with no further ado's. We're going to turn on this camera, take control of the screen. Hopefully my volume was actually working that whole time. And we're going to take a look at the state of Florida. 
So I always have to mention because of legally, this is a very bad copy of the 50 states of 2A, a project that we did in the year of 2020. The goal was to take the Minuteman University website, portions of it, and put it into paper so that it could be an effective resource. The goal was to have one page for each state. We have a little over 50 pages in this booklet. And when you flip over the pages the wrong way and keep printing without paying attention, you end up with one that's all goofy. And that's the one I use to uh, do this portion of the show each week. So all this time I've been talking, I finally found Florida. We're about to look at Florida. So as I mentioned, each state gets a page. Some of the pages like our states, like Vermont over here upside down, doesn't have that much stuff going on. You know why? Because they just never infringed. But uh, because of that, they also don't get a whole page. So other stuff happens on the rest of the page. You don't get that with Florida. Florida is literally and possibly the most gun state there is. I said it. It's possibly the most gun state there is. So I don't know who thinks there's a more gun state than Florida. Uh, if you think you know of a state that's more gun than Florida, let me know. Because we're about to sit here for the next like two hours talking about all the stuff that goes on in Florida. And this isn't everything. All right, so let's keep going. Uh, let's see, Gunwater is asking link by book. Uh, there's links in the description, most of our videos to gear websites, which is our store. And when, it, when I have printed these, they are available. Uh, the big deal is one, if I have printer ink, and two, if I remember to print them. I don't know if there's any in the store right now. We haven't sold any for a while, so we could easily be out of them. I don't really look at that every day. So. Uh, when they're available, they're at the gear website store. But uh, thanks for that. I should probably mention that more often. <clears throat> Let's get into it. So the way I wrote, wrote this or the way I arranged each page is we've got some consistent stuff at the top and then it just goes nuts depending on what's going on in the state. And there's a lot going on in here. It's very, it's written very small. So I'm going to adjust my robot's eye. It's no big deal. I'm just gonna wiggle my robot's eye a little bit until there we go, till we're focused and nice and close. So we're looking at the top of the page here, Florida. I always look at the uh, initiation into the union. They were the 27th state, and that was in March 3rd of 1845. Their flag looks weird, and their state is a weird shape. So normally, you've got like some attempt to give you the shape of the state with the state flag. Uh, Florida state flag is effectively a big white flag for surrender, a big red X because of all the pirate treasure, and then something written on it, and I can't tell what that is. Then that's the shape of Florida. It's a peninsula. It's effectively a giant peninsula and some islands, and then uh, we'll dig in. So most of the states have some sort of a state constitution, all of them, I think. Some of them have uh, some version of a Second Amendment. Florida is one of those states. It's Article 1, Section 8, and it reads, the right of the people to keep and bear arms uh, in defense of themselves and of the lawful authority of the state shall not be infringed, except that in the manner of bearing arms may be regulated by law. So it looks like Florida could do with a little bit of erasering. If they erase that last line, it would be pretty good. 
And as you're reading that, you're like, what? How does that apply to Florida? And then that last line makes it clear. So what are we talking about? Let's take a look at some of these other things. Open carry. Wah, wah. Open carry in Florida is prohibited. The only way they can open carry in Florida is when they're fishing or hunting or camping or something. So they have to go out and do stuff in order to open carry. So because of that, people are working for that goal. And we'll hear about some of that in a minute. Concealed carry. 1987 shall issue. One of the first states to get on the concealed carry bandwagon or start the whole bandwagon technically. Good and bad reasons for that. Good and bad history. Not everything that happens in history is awesome or done by awesome people, but it does happen and it did happen. So 1987, they got shall issue. Florida has 1,784,000 permits issued as of 2017. Are you kidding me? 1,784,000. That's, that's like so close to 2 million. I mentioned that Vermont doesn't have a lot of stuff written there, but they have this other chart. We put this other chart together. Uh, to fill up some of that space and to put more information in this book. This is, as it says, the number of CCW permits by state, it's fewest to most. Where's Florida? Boom. The most permits for constitution or for concealed carry are issued by Florida, followed only by Pennsylvania, the state that's getting trollumped by the votes tonight by Washington, which isn't even hardly on this list. Where's Washington? Seriously, where's Washington? Oh no, Washington's, yeah, it's not that far back to down the list, but still. So Florida, tons and tons and tons. Why? Because it was the first, because a lot of people get non-resident ones, and I don't know why. 1,700,000 permits, though. That's crazy. It's got to be more than that now. Constitutional carry? None. They don't got it. They keep acting like they're going to get it, but then they don't do it. Probably it's because of their panhandle, but, you know, elephant in the room, panhandle in the room. Uh, suppressors for hunting? You can't be trusted. People in Florida just don't trust each other for that kind of stuff. State firearm? Come on, look how much ink I'm wasting because Florida refuses to do anything good. No state firearm. Only 10 states have a state firearm, but still. Second Amendment sanctuaries, well, now we're talking. They have 67 counties in Florida. 41 of them are Second Amendment sanctuaries. So we get a little bit of a gulp clap for that. And then three cities and one town. So there you go. They get a little bit of credit for that, even though, I don't know, maybe it's because of the so many people travel to Florida that they're scared. That's the excuse they keep using. All right, so let's dig in. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in Florida. Um, let's see, we have Masada Yub Group, founded in 2009. Of course, Masada Yub's been doing stuff since way before that. It was called Lethal Force Institute, and he started in New Hampshire, but he relocated to Florida and uh, started Masada Yub Group. For people that know the story there, you know the story there. And then uh, I've got Masada Yub there, cartoons that I've done. Uh, Got a cartoon there with his book, the 1980 book in the gravest extreme. So 
uh, I forget what year he started uh, traveling, but that book in the gravest extreme, I mean, how much is that book, how much has that book influenced people like all the people that got constitutional care or concealed carry over here to even be comfortable with it and understand it, be able to talk about it with each other and with others. And Sadiyub's integral to a lot of stuff that's going on. He's only going to scratch the surface here in Florida because so much of the stuff he did was in New Hampshire. But next, let's go to United Sportsmen of Florida, founded in 1976 by Marion P. Hammer. So, you know, we're cursed with good people and bad people in our community. And uh, Marion P. Hammer was the first president of the NRA, first female president of the NRA. She was also in 1988 responsible for creating the NRA Eddie Eagle program. She's also credited with that constitute the uh, concealed carry in Florida in 1987. 1987. But she also gets paid something like $47 million from the NRA in the time she's been with them. Not necessarily somebody you want to emulate. We've got lots of people out there that are going to be role models for the little girls out there. And then people that aren't going to be role models for anybody. Then we've got the uh, Florida Carry, which is uh, since 2011 been the state level, one of the state level organizations. They're definitely the state level organization that shows up at the Gun Rights Policy Conference and is uh, typically active and stuff that's going on. I'm going to wiggle my robot eye a little bit, trying to get this to focus just a little bit closer. If you feel anything rubbing against your eyeball, it can't be my finger because of the way the internet works. So quit telling me that my finger is touching your eyeball. It's not. Then we have uh, Operation Blazing Sword, which was founded in 2016 which is designed to connect the LGBTQ community who wish to learn how to use firearms with self-defense instructors who are LGBTQ friendly. So uh, that was founded by Aaron Paulette in 2016 and then eventually uh, merged with Pink Pistols. So some people could say that Pink Pistols is out of Florida now. Uh, I put in here the Lakeland Rifle and Pistol Club. What do I got? The wrong picture with this? No, I think I got the right picture. But this is the Florida Arms Show must be put on by that club. 600 tables since 1968. So that's a pretty long run for a, for a, a gun show. And I can only assume gun shows in Florida must be pretty freaking awesome. Uh, let's see. So then we get... The Universal Shooting Academy. This is uh, opened up in 2002, a 25 anchor range. Uh, you hear about people go into that once in a while. You've also got the Institute for Military Technology. This is a museum, a private museum, let's put it that way. Uh, with 2,000 guns, 1,000 of them are on display. And these are specimens, these are prototypes, these are some interesting guns. 30,000 square feet, which is pretty big for 2,000 guns or 1,000 guns on display. Uh, it's because I got a lot of uh, larger crew-fed uh, munitions. Uh, then you've got, uh, that was established in 2009. 
Then you've got Shooter's World, who one of these things that I made up, uh, charts that I made up to offer information about the, the country, Shooter's World claims to be one of the largest or the largest, they claim to be the largest uh, indoor shooting range, but they do that by having three separate locations and they count them together. So I don't think anybody would agree that that's the way to do it, but three very large uh, shooting operations in Florida. And I'm going to zoom back out because now this isn't working as well as I hoped. We're going to do it this way, maybe. All right. So that was a bunch of stuff. I don't get this in very good order, but uh, it's because there's too much stuff in Florida and it's a weird shape. All right. We're going back to manufacturers down this side of the page. So we're going to start up at the top chronologically at the oldest. RG Industries, 1970 to 2010. That was out of Miami. I could have brought out an RG if I would have thought about it. Uh, then you got Knight's Armament, founded in 1974 in Titusville. And if you see that logo and you notice that it's in Titusville, and then you look at this and you see that it's in Titusville, that might, that might give you some kind of indication of what's going on there. You've got the Taurus. Yep, Taurus. Uh, their first U.S. facility opened in 1984 in Miami. Miami. Uh, then we've got Intratech. Started in 1984. Uh, went to 2001. Tech 9, right? Intratech. You got Grendel. Opened in 1987 in Rockledge. Grendel before Caltech started in 1991 in Coca. Then we've got Serbu starting up in 1995, Century Arms. They were they founded in Vermont, but then they moved to Florida in 1995. Amoland, you ever heard of Amoland? That's in Sebastian, Florida. They started in 2009. Guns America started in Florida in 2010. This one company, Horked, a man's name, a family's name, and paid no, nothing to just trademark a name. They started doing that in 2011. IO Inc. was founded in 1995 in North Carolina and then moved to Florida. Or maybe in both, I don't really know. Uh, you got, uh, what's the name, Pincus, I guess, is in Florida. So that means ice training is in Florida. Even though I don't think that guy has a house. He just goes around traveling all the time. Uh, and then I guess 2AO is one of his organizations, and that means it's in Florida. That was founded in 2013 as a way to connect two pro 2A businesses together. Uh, and then Rob is also doing, where's my finger? Rock the Talk America, and that one is uh, Save the Second, which is the organization that's kind of following and attempting to... Um, create awareness of what's happening at the NRA. All right, so we've got some other things going on. I talked about uh, Caltech, so that means you got George Kelgren, which is the queen of hearts, or excuse me, queen of clubs, on the uh, AK and, or the uh, firearms inventors deck. And then I'm having a real hard time with this focus. Then we got Liston Matthews, who is the Knox gun guy uh, from 2015 to 17. I met that guy in uh, 
Florida, and he had some interesting stuff to say. And then I haven't heard anything else since then. But he was at AmCon in, not in, what am I saying? I met that guy in Phoenix at AmCon. So that would have been AmCon 2019. It seemed like he had a lot of interesting stuff to say, and he knew stuff about like pre. Um, 1986 and i was asking him if we could have a chat or nothing and that never came through ken blanchard i thought he was in virginia so i guess he must be in florida and i didn't realize but uh ken blanchard of course podcaster second amendment advocate uh wrote uh in 2000 black man with a gun and then 2013 uh wrote the sequel black man with a gun revisited which is still in publication I think that's everything. We unfocus this thing or refocus this thing out a little bit. Come on, stupid thing. And this thing's the worst. So uh, I think I got everything. That's a lot of stuff in Florida. And of course, I'm not catching everything. There's probably lame stuff in Florida that I didn't get in here. And I don't see a museum. So what's up with that, Florida? And... Well, I guess they do have quite a few ranges, so well done. So the big question is, would you move to Florida as a gun owner? Let's say that they chopped up Disneyland and said, yeah, we're sick of it. So they got rid of it. And then Florida has all this money because they sold all the Disneyland land. So then they were like, you can come live in Florida and we'll give you a bunch of money to set up shop. Are you going to Florida for free? Because now it's free to move to Florida. I can't get this thing to focus. I think I might have ruined my robot eyeball. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I can't get it to focus good. I guess we're going to call that. All right. So with that, we'll uh, end this one. This is the 50 States of 2A. Each Tuesday, we take a look at yet another cattywampus version of this book and dig into what we've been able to research about the second amendment in each of these states while i still got the camera on i'm going to point down here to our patreons make it possible for us to spend time on projects like these like this one and like this one and like the website that this one's reading thank you really do appreciate that because I could be doing other things and instead I get to work on projects like this one and then uh, present them, you know, get them out there, distribute them. That's awesome. So I'm not trying to get rich. I'm happy to be able to do it. And I appreciate the 149 Patreons that uh, either buy us a cup of coffee each month. Some of them buy us lunch once a month and that adds up, pays the mortgage. I'm about to pay the mortgage here in a minute and gives us the servers the software and the time to work on stuff like this so thanks for that and we'll close out of here we'll go back to sharon who's over here sharing the screen excuse me sharing the screen and if i'm still connected we'll go back over and we'll take a look at maybe what's happening next uh oh what's going on now so here's the deal smeggy just showed up Smeggy has no skin in this game. Smeggy will probably be determining which state we're going to be looking at next week. So we'll go back and look at some of the comments. But right now, with 15 votes, Pennsylvania and Washington have both cheated and are both at 40%. New York, out of the question, 7%. We all know what's going on with New York. We're all afraid to say it, but we all know it. 13% for California. 
I don't know where that came from, but we all know we can all look over and see who voted for California. But now we've got this situation with Pennsylvania and Washington. So I'm just going to ignore it like I'm supposed to. And I'm going to go over here and look at the comments and we'll see, you know, we'll say who's up, who's showing up tonight. And we'll let Smeggy pretty much vote over there and decide who, which state we're going to be taking a look at, which state we'll focus on, so to speak, next week. All right. So DJ was the first one to show up. Not sure if he's still out there. Patriot was the next one. Said, wow, best show I've watched on the replays. Uh, or no, he's saying he's going to watch on the replays later. He's having, he's taken off for the night. He threw a hashtag in here, but as you'll notice, there's no hashtag anywhere to be seen. So he's just doing that for crazy reasons. Uh, the dog did not poop. She was being good. She just sat around. Uh, let's see, DJ, seen that I use hashtags so I remember when you stop. All right. Um, then we got, I was saying, uh, I almost launched the weekly wrap up when I started this show, so I didn't get to type that very well. When a dog's all around, when a dog walks all around a yard, what's he looking for? I think they're smelling the birds and the squirrels and the other dogs. Like here, we've got these stupid cats that run around the neighborhood because people don't keep their cats inside. So cats run around the neighborhood and go in the backyard, do whatever weird stuff cats do in the backyard. And dogs are smelling that because the dogs see with their nose the path that those other critters took. And I imagine a bird looks like some sort of a thing that comes down out of the air, comes around, hangs out, and then goes back up into the air. Where a cat or a dog or whatever is going to be something that comes in, jumps off a fence or something, walks all around so they can, you know, kind of figure it out. That's what I think is going on. Uh, let's see. Looking for the spot, perhaps. I've seen some stuff where people say this and that, but if you actually walk a dog and do it instead of just watching a dog poop, you figure out the dogs don't care where they poop. They poop. They poop wherever they feel like pooping when they got to poop. Uh, copy, you can post it later in the show. Uh, yep, everybody's hashtagging, prematurely hashtagging, really. Like, uh, it's not illegal that prematurely hashtag like that. It's just silly. It just wastes a lot of hashtagging. Uh, then we got Beth Alexar, who we talked about today. There's a link to uh, her page over on Gun Freedom Radio. Definitely worth checking out. We talked about the Arizona Citizens Defense League. This looks like, oh, like that I mentioned, I guess I missed a bunch of people here. So we had, I'm reading and also mentioning who jumped in here. So DJ jumped in, Patriot jumped in, then Gunswater jumped in, then Woods came in, and then Gizzard. After Gizzard, we had Wesley, and there's Wesley, and then Ozzy. After Ozzy came jumping, and then, oh, Alan Anchor. After that, we probably didn't have anybody other than no one else joining in. Nope, that was it. So however many people that is is how many people there is. Uh, then we went back to poking at that. There's Ozzy, and Pennsylvania should not be questioned. We question. So there's an eraser on a Pennsylvania. Got it? Um, put the quote in here. They confused permission with freedom because it's so good. Oh, DJ's poking a link to 
where the book is at. I don't know if it's in stock, but thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, then we got everybody saying hello to each other. And then Amazon Pay says not in address book. I don't know what that means. Uh, so Alan Aker says, I'm starting to join the rest of the world. I don't know what that means. And have several ROMs. Right on. Then I think that's everybody. DJ started dropping links all over. Barbecue showed up. And then potato. All right. So that's everybody. We did get another vote over here. So I'm going to end the poll quickly before we get another kind of vote that screws with everything. And we'll talk about the results. I'm going to edit the video you're in. Be careful. It's happening. I should have done it uh, after I copied the thing. So we're going to jump back. It's no big deal. I'm just turning the chat inside out. It just happens once in a while. Uh, when you're a professional, you can do this even while the chat's running. Some people are super scared. They won't do this kind of stuff. Scared to turn the chat inside out. It makes everybody feel funny. But let's do it again. It's just like if somebody reached inside, like somebody pushed their hand down your throat, grabbed your stomach, and pulled really hard. You'd turn inside out. Now all your guts are on the outside, all your skin's on the inside. And then I just go in here and add the pole. So we go. So which state should we work on next week? It's going to be oh, with a total of 16 votes, Pennsylvania. 43%. Washington, 37%. Second place. California, third place with 12%. And New York, it's pronounced New York, 6%. I believe there was something else I was going to take over here and put in here, and now I can't remember what it was. But it was something that I posted over here. Oh, it was the thing for Beth, right? Or And, and or Citizens Defense League, Arizona Citizens Defense League. So I'll just take the Arizona Citizens Defense League very quickly and post it right here. And there we go. Put some words with it. And then so I don't have to type nothing, we'll just quickly open up this video real quick again. Mute it. Jump back up to wherever I posted... Beth's stuff. Come on. Why is it doing that to me? There we go. Copy. Jump back over here. Put that stuff above there. And grab this full link. Boom. And now the description of this video is current with which state we'll be talking about next week, which will be Pennsylvania. And I need to do that because otherwise I forget, potentially. And then uh, we can jump. I'm just going to push the skin right back into the outside. Push all the guts back into your belly button. It's no big deal. There you go. And everybody should be good. If you just grab somebody by, if you ever do turn somebody inside out like that, just grab them by the shoulders and shake them around and it all looks normal again. And sometimes your like pants will connect to your shirt or something weird. So just kind of shake them and everything will go back to normal. And there we go. Everybody looks normal. Nobody even knows anybody was inside out or nothing. 
All right. So that's about an hour. And we talk about 2A. Is there anybody other? Nobody ever really said anything else about uh, 2A. Um, uh, topics tonight. Stop the steal. I don't know what that means. Oh, I guess because of the whole thing about Washington State getting screwed. All right. Well, here's the deal. After next week, you'll get to vote again, and then maybe Washington will win next week. Uh, if anybody wants to suggest a state to fill in for Pennsylvania for next week, and then you'll be voting on the new state, Washington, California, and New York. So three of those states will be back for next week. Uh, we didn't do a, uh, oh, wait, I have a banner going. We didn't fiddle around with the uh, hashtags today, but thanks to everybody for uh, throwing hashtags in there. I got many of the items from past hashtag winners out today, and I needed to find out from Woods. You're the one that wanted the duck, right? And then it was G23 that that got the Glock cup. That's my question. I didn't remember that one because I didn't write it down. But once I get an answer to that one, we'll be wrapping this one up. So if you want to join us tomorrow, it'll be the tactical quiz on, as I mentioned, on the Daily Gun Show. Each day we use a different uh, uh, format. We do a different thing. Yes, with the duck. Thanks. I'm pretty sure, but I didn't want to just put stuff in envelopes and send it and then find out I was wrong. But appreciate that. So these guys got, I forget what you even got those ducks for. Probably for nothing. For just hanging out and doing nothing. Or winning something. Challenging other people and then becoming victorious. Do a lot of uh, feats of strength and a lot of challenges during these shows. So those guys won stuff. And uh, again, tomorrow we'll be doing the tactical quiz is our topic tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a pretty fun tactical quiz. Unlike the other shows that do firearms related game shows every week. Or wait a minute, no other show does any kind of gun related game show because they're all scared. None of them have the ability to do so. We do it every week. And instead of doing the same show every week. We, we mix it up because who wants to do the same thing every week? We're not lame and old. So uh, you're not going to believe what we got in store for tomorrow. And I'm sick of having stuff around here. So guess what? $9 worth of shipping tomorrow, no matter what. The things that will be up for grabs, the loot for tomorrow will cost me 8 bucks, 9 bucks rounded up to ship. So we're not even kidding around. $9 worth of shipping tomorrow. That means large padded envelope. Imagine what I can cram into a large padded envelope. That's the kind of stuff that's going to be up for stakes tomorrow. Patreons, of course, have it easier. They get more stuff. It's better to be a Patreon. Why? Because they help us out. They make it possible for us to even do this stuff. For crying out loud. Come on, man. So we want to thank our Patreons for uh, giving us the chance to work on this stuff. We want to thank the people who joined us live for being alive and then deciding to spend your time on planet earth while it revolves around that big sun over there to hang out with us while we play with Al Gore's tubes and electrics and uh, say things using that first amendment about that second amendment, which we all pretty much dig. I think we all can agree. It's pretty cool. So uh, with that, thanks everybody for showing up again. I'll click this. Oops. I'll click this. I mean, nobody beats the house.
remind you that pretty much each of these shirts gives us five bucks and you can't imagine what kind of physical challenges might be coming up if you've got one of these shirts. Hey, did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do? Check out our print-on-demand store. We have a tab here on YouTube. When you click on it, you can choose from a bunch of different items. We have shirts and posters and coffee mugs. Click on the one you like. When you find the design you want to put on it, choose a color and a size if it's appropriate. And when you purchase these items, a portion goes to help fund our future projects. We really do appreciate your support. You get some cool stuff. When you get that stuff, post pictures here and on other platforms, and we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store. Thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com. So let us know what you think. We'll be watching the comments wherever you find the video over on gunstreamer.com or on guntube.org. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals of GunWebsites.com encourages you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching GunWebsites.com. How can you think that just because I said there ain't going to be a hashtag thing, that that meant there ain't going to be a hashtag thing all the way through the end of the extra credits? So two people... They didn't care about any of that stuff that got said earlier. And nobody in this whole time even saw this thing or decided to do nothing about it. So Woods and Gizzard. Is it Gizzard or Woods? It looks like Woods and Gizzard are fighting over this one. It's as if we put Woods and Gizzards together, tied their hands, gave them each a piece of bacon, and Woods won, of course, because that's what happens. we got bacon in there. Woods wins again. Woods wins again. So we got that duck going to him. We got that flag going to him. Is he still out there? What could he want next? Do you got anything in mind? So a lot of people just left. They said, well, if I can't win, I'm out of here. And then other people played to win, and they won. Woods won. Maybe we'll find out tomorrow from him what he, what he wants for that winnings. But Woods is the winner. So uh, a lot of people will you know, not even try. Like, oh, well, if it's not easy, I'm not even going to try. There you go. So, uh, got any idea what you're looking for there? I guess we'll find out off air. Got to play to win. Got to win to play.